Hi, this is Fan Fictional, a podcast about fan fiction. I'm Anitra, and you can find me on Tumblr and AO3 at allwaswell16. You can also find me on Twitter at all underscore was underscore well underscore 16, and you can find links to all the fics in, that I'm talking about today and a link for FicRex on my bio on Tumblr. And my Tumblr is also linked on my Twitter account as well as my coffee account. If you'd like to support this podcast, you can buy me a coffee at ko-fi.com slash allwaswell16. So this is episode 26, and I'll be talking about all the One Direction fics I read in June of 2021. So let's start off by checking out what fests are going on. And this month, the One Direction Big Bang finished posting. So if you're looking for some longer fics, you can check out those. Um, I've read two of them so far, and I think they're both in my um, fic rec for this month. They were both amazing, so definitely check those out. The 1D ABO Fic Fest also continued posting. Um, I believe they've still got a few more fics to post, at least. At the end of last month, the Wankers Day Fest fics were posted, um, including one of mine, which I'll talk about really briefly with the other new fics that were submitted to the 1D Monthly Fic Roundup. So if you're in the mood for a ranking, <laughs> check those out. The Summer Drabble Fest posted this month, and those are a collection of 100-word drabbles that are all based on summer topics. And then the HLM Preg Fic Fest began posting this month. Today, if you're listening today, which is the 28th of June, um, Project Only the Brave posted their Drabble Fest 2021 um, project. So all those Drabbles should be up today, I believe. So I have obviously it's I'm recording the day before, so I don't I don't know if they're up yet <laughs> or not. Hopefully they're all posted on the 28th. We had so many new fix this month, so there are a ton of fest fix out there um, for you to check out. Next month coming up, we have the HL Crossover Fic Fest posting. And I believe that's the only fest that's gonna post in July. I'm not hundred percent sure but that's the only one i could find but as always you can find links to all of these fests that i mentioned on lou and has af's blog on tumblr and now for the fic recs and as always i'll start with the longest word counts work my way down i have 14 fics that i'll be talking about today and in my recommendations i'll start with the larry fix and then i have some rare pairs to talk about as well before I get to all the new fics that were posted this month and were submitted to the 1D Monthly Fic Roundup. So the first Larry fic I'm gonna talk about today is called the Mul This Multiplicity of Powers by Hello I'm Here. It's rated explicit and it's 149,000 words. Um, it was posted as a work in progress, I believe earlier this year, and I didn't follow it along with it when it was posting. So I like, waited until it was completely posted and then finally read it this month. Um, I just want to tell you first, download this fic immediately. Um, the writer has said that she might delete some of her longer fics. So if there are any of their fics that you want to save, I would suggest going and doing that now. And while you're at it, definitely save this one. Now, I am like a huge X-Men fan, but I really think that you could read this without knowing like absolutely everything about X-Men. It is, of course, a superhero fic dealing with mutant superheroes, so very intense, full of action. Um, so if you're into that kind of thing, you will adore this fic. And if you're not into this kind of thing, I say at least try. <laughs> um, there's an overarching story that's just phenomenal. It's just the, truly a beautiful story, and it's got these really intriguing, complicated characters. Oh my god, especially Louis. He is just, this Louie, he's just everything to me. Okay, I'm, I'm going to ramble just a little bit about stuff, so I apologize. <laughs> but this fic is such a good example of something that's being kind of talked about lately on Tumblr and kind of more with like rare pairs and stuff. And that's obviously that man fiction is fiction. And RPF, or real person fiction, that is still fiction too. And it's just something that has kind of been coming up a little bit lately, but 
What I think this fic does particularly well, though, is taking a few well-known traits about, you know, the real-life Louis and using them as just a part of this complex character in this fic. So, like, in particular, this trait of him kind of seeming to take on the role of feeling responsible for other people and being kind of thrust into leadership roles, being a selfless person, those are all parts of this character. But they're just a part or some parts of this very intricately written character. Um, so it's just so important because because we're talking about real person fiction here that this is not the real people that we're writing about. This is fiction, real person fiction. So anyway, I'll get off my soapbox. But some other things of note that I wanted to bring up were like the very visual way that it's written. So if you're someone who can visualize, which I know not everybody can, but if you can, you'll just find it so amazingly written. And I feel like just talking about it, I can still see that mansion in my mind and how Louis Powers' work is such a visual thing and it's written in this visual way. And um, something else I wanted to talk about was obviously the love story, but it starts with this incredible friendship that's just so close between Louis and Harry. And they're just very connected on this other level and they're connected through their powers. And yet Louis has these really big secrets that he's been keeping from almost everyone too. Um, the writing is gorgeous as always with this writer. And it's just, it blew my mind. I, I kept, it was just one of my favorite things I've read really. <gasps> Wait a minute. Okay. Sorry. I, I just forgot. Okay. So I've been doing this thing on my blog where I've been, sorry, uh, I've been like putting up the fix that I'm currently reading like four at a time, usually longer ones. And then like, as I finish them, I kind of like put out my original thoughts like my first thoughts about the fic. Hold on. I'm sorry. I'm pulling it up right now because I just realized I have notes on this about my like initial thoughts. Okay. I found it. Um, okay. So this is what I put for this fic. Okay. I finished team up and I feel like I'll never be the same again. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I had a massive fic hangover after reading it because I just couldn't stop thinking about it. And Louie, the bravest monster, I'm crying. I love this Louis so, so much. I'm teary-eyed just thinking about him right now. I never wanted to leave the X-Men mansion. Please, in all caps, if you haven't read this fic and you have even the smallest, tiniest amount of interest in superhero fics, you need to read this. It's epic. Epic is also in all caps. <laughs> I want to just go lay down and think about this Louis some more. Goodbye. Okay. Okay. I forgot to read the summary for this. Sorry. So it's a little bit out of place, but... Uh, the summary for this multiplicity of powers is maybe in another universe, he isn't different. Maybe he hadn't been given an impossible choice. Maybe he wouldn't have lost everything and broken everything and then fallen impossibly irrevocably in love with the first next thing that was his kind. That was kind. Maybe in that universe, he doesn't feel like he's never breathing, always pretending, teaching the kids, even though they all have to learn alone trying hard not to read the headlines, and so afraid every day that he won't be a good enough teammate to the superhero he can't live without. He knows that love isn't supposed to feel this way, slid secret under your skin like a surgical razor, an invisible war held close over the tender vein that keeps you alive. On the other hand, Louis wonders, had he ever known how to do it any other way? Maybe there's a universe where he doesn't have to keep all his secrets on the inside, but this isn't that universe, an X-Men AU. So if my rambling did not convince you to read it, I hope that the summary did. <laughs> okay, the next fic on my list is called Forever Is In Your Eyes. It is by So Why Let Your Voice Be Tamed on Tumblr, and each word is separated with a dash. And their AO3 is We Are The Same, and those are separated with underscores. This fic is rated mature and it's 125,000 words, and I'll put the summary in the right place and read you that first. Harry looks fragile in the moonlight and Louis stands there pondering, not even sure what it is that he's thinking of. It's all just noise in his head, a mix of melancholy and desire, of longing for something that he doesn't even have a name for. He wants, he wants love. He wants to be held and cherished and have a home, not just a place to lay his head down at night. 
He wants to be loved the way that Louis had loved creating Harry. He wants his perfect man, but he wants him to be real. He wants Harry to be real. His lips press against marble, against something cold and unforgiving, and it's not until his hand comes up to rest against a sculpted neck that his eyes fly open and he stumbles backward, nearly falling off the stepladder that he'd stood on. Jesus Christ, he whispers, shaking his head and resisting the urge to brush the back of his hand against his lips, erase evidence that isn't even visible to the naked eye. Harry stands there as though nothing's changed, and of course he does, because he's a statue. A statue that Louis has just kissed. Okay, so this fic is from this year's Big Bang, and the concept of the fic is that Louis is a sculptor, so he's commissioned to create a sculpture of this perfect man, and so what he comes up with is this statue of Harry, but he, this is like a, a sculpture that he's just really put his all into, and his emotions, and um, he ends up naming the sculpture because he often does that. And then after that kiss that's mentioned in the summary, um, that statue ends up being brought to life. Now, Harry is not quite human, but he's obviously no longer a statue either. And the lore that's created for this fic is so amazing and well thought out. And it just makes the whole thing feel so much real, more real because of it, even though obviously it has to do with like magic and stuff. So it's just a very emotional fic though too and it deals a lot with louis character development which is really interesting because throughout the fic harry is obviously learning what it means to be human and yet it's louis who's going through a lot of change too and he's someone who has been afraid to let his guard down with love and okay i'll try not to give too much away but he's being faced with the reality of learning how to truly let someone in and the friendships in this fic are so incredible. Um, in particular, the friendship between Louis and Zane. You can see how this friendship is so important to Louis, but Zane's really one of the few people who ever sees past some of these walls that Louis has built up. And he's one of the few people who knows how to help Louis too when Louis needs help and doesn't let Louis push him away. It's a beautiful fic. Louis's character is at times so strong and then really fragile at other times it's a beautiful character and i just i really fell in love with all the characters in this fic uh the next fic i want to talk about is called the murmur of yearning <clears throat> it's by media whore fix on tumblr or media whore on ao3 it's rated explicit and it's ninety-three thousand words the summary says Four years ago, Harry Styles was forced into a marriage of convenience to enrich and ally both his and his promised families. The sudden and slightly suspicious death of the Marquis of Hackshire, however, brings great disturbance to Crescent Field Hall, and as his late husband's closest male relative, Harry unexpectedly finds himself the head of a family he never felt he belonged to. Between a meddling distant cousin hell-bent on inserting himself in Harry's life, his wicked and mistrustful mother-in-law and his late husband's advisors refusing to help or take him seriously. Harry struggles in the fight to keep what he's earned and make the estate finally feel like home. Luckily, he doesn't stand completely alone and finds himself an unlikely ally in Mr. Tomlinson, the elusive land steward who has been taking care of the property in the shadows for years. Louis Tomlinson is caring, patient, and unlike anyone else, he doesn't seem to think Harry committed a murder. So this fic was written for last year's Big Bang, and I think I have read everything that I'm going to read from that fest at this point, finally, and starting on the new ones. But um, the main thing that I keep saying about this fic, and I just keep going back to it, is that it is so satisfying. Like, that's just the best way I can think of to describe reading it. So it's set in like a Regency-esque era of England and Harry's husband's just passed away and he's inherited very unexpectedly. And his husband was so awful and basically so is most of his entire family, but he has this chance now to live his life very differently than he had been, but he's still feeling very constrained by what's expected of him. And it's when he meets with the land steward, Louis, that he finds um, more than just an hour, like he becomes friends with, with Louis and 
He's really someone who helps him figure out all these new expectations of being like a landowner. And I just love the way that they fell in love. Like Harry is trying so hard to keep his feelings from getting out of hand for Louis, but eventually it's just too much for either of them to deny. And one scene that I really loved is when they're kind of admitting what they first thought about the other one when they'd first seen each other. Anyway, I won't give away that part entirely, but like, oh my God, my heart just like grew three sizes. Um, and this love that Harry finds after enduring this horrible marriage, it just gives him so much more courage than he's ever really had in his life. And I don't even know what I expected to have happen to attain this happy ending, but what ends up happening is just the most satisfying things that could have happened. So leave the fic just feeling like so proud of Harry and I just wanted to high five him or something. <laughs> You're like fist bump in the air, that kind of feeling. Um, and oh, yes, I forgot. Okay, sorry. I have the notes for this one too from my currently reading thing on Tumblr. So here's what I wrote about Murmur of Yearning right after I had finished reading it. I don't know that I've ever read a fic more satisfying. That's in all caps. <laughs> Apparently I like to do all caps in my reactions. I think maybe in particular satisfying for someone like me who likes when a character gets their just desserts. I loved how much Harry changed over the course of the fic and grew into a person who didn't take anyone's shit anymore. Again, it's just so satisfying. And the love story, it just felt like since you're in Harry's point of view, it feels like you're falling in love with Louis too, because of course we are. Um, yes, that's definitely how I felt about it. <laughs> the next fic on my list is called It's Been So Long. It's by LC-B on Tumblr and LC underscore B on AO3. It's rated teen and up and it's 31,000 words. The summary says, Harry Styles' first crush was one of his sister's best friends, a certain someone named Louis Tomlinson. And Louis? He just vaguely remembers Gemma's younger brother from back in the day. A lot can change in 10 years. Featuring Niall and Liam as Harry's friends, flirting, fluff, and flashbacks to the awkward days of high school. Okay, so this is the other fic from this year's Big Bang that I've read. And it begins with Louis attending his 10-year high school reunion in small town Colorado. And he's reconnecting with his old friend Gemma. And at this point, Louis moved to Denver, and Gemma mentions that her brother also lives in Denver, and she gives him Harry's phone number so they can meet up sometime. And Louis remembers vaguely, you know, some things about Harry, but he and Gemma were seniors when Harry was a freshman, so he just remembers Harry as her little brother and not much else. Now, Harry, on the other hand... He has some very specific, clear memories of Louis because basically he's had this enormous crush on Louis since he was a kid. And they end up meeting up at the hospital that Harry works at for the first time, seeing each other in 10 years. And it is so cute how nervous Harry is. And then Louis like walks in and you're in Harry's point of view, but you can tell by, you know, what's happening. And Harry doesn't probably quite realize it but you the reader realize it that basically harry is taking like one look at this harry this older hot physical therapist harry and his scrubs and like his jaw is like dropping honestly this is such a sweet delightful fic you get to see their past memories about each other how they become friends now, but there's like oh, this obvious chemistry between them and they're both kind of thinking about acting on it. There is a little blip in the road that of course gets overcome, but this is such a lovely, well-written fic. I adore this trope of the character having a crush on their sibling's friend and then they reconnect years later. The high school aspects of the fic are these flashback memories and really subtly tie in beautifully with what's happening in the fic. Now this writer, LCB, has been around for a while. I think we actually started posting around the same time, like 2016-ish, I want to say. But they haven't written in a few years, so be sure and check this one out if you've been missing their fics. Um, the next fic on my list 
is called Blind Faith. It's by two tide ships two, and the twos are the num numeral two. It's rated mature and it's 18,000 words. Summary says, Harry, Liam prompted. I'm blind, Harry eventually said, trying his best to keep from himself from crying. Liam was silent for a few moments before responding. It's not exactly news, H. You were blind when I met you a year and a half ago. Have you been in denial this whole time or something? No, Liam, Harry cut in. This is different. I'm not legally blind like I used to say. It's not just my night vision. The tunnel for my tunnel vision has closed. I'm fucking blind. I moved halfway around the world in the hope of finding my soulmate, and it's obviously not happening now. It wasn't supposed to be like this. Not even a soulmate is going to want to put up with a blind alpha. Okay, so clearly this is an ABO fic. The alpha Harry, and Louis is an Omega in this one. And Harry's moved to New York City in the hopes of finding his soulmate before he goes completely blind. But obviously, as the summary suggests, he ends up blind before that happens. And he ends up going to the library that day that he discovers he's gone completely blind. And this library is a place that he loves to go to. And this is the day that he meets Louis. Now, it's Louis's first day of work at the library. And it turns out that Louis has basically moved to New York City for the exact same reason as Harry, like hoping to find his soulmate. And I really love, now there's a reason too, sorry, I'm like interrupting myself here, but there is a reason why they've both come to New York City, but I won't go into that. You'll have to read it. <laughs> I really loved how this Louis took charge of helping Harry, even though he was the Omega of this relationship. And I just loved how Liam, who's Harry's friend and his roommate, he did not let Harry feel too sorry for himself. Like he was always there to like kick his ass a little bit. <laughs> the library setting was just delightful. And this whole little comfortable, cozy little community Harry had created for himself is so cool. And it's like in the midst of this big city, but he's created this little haven for himself. And the ABO aspects were so cool, of course, because this writer always does something cool with her ABO universes. So that's definitely here too. So if you are into ABO, for sure, definitely check this one out. The next fic I have is called Sometimes a Fantasy by the Poluri Express. It's rated explicit and it's 18,000 words. The summary says, there's nothing to complain about when Harry's walking around their flat with his cock swinging about. Nothing to complain about when Harry's pressing himself up against Louis's naked backside when he's reaching for a mug in their cupboards. And nothing to complain about when Harry's got his hand firm on Louis's arse when they're cuddling on the couch. So in reality, it's really fucking weird and Louis knows that. But that doesn't mean he doesn't like it. Okay, so if you like an oblivious walnut Louis this fic is for you. It's obviously for me because I really enjoy an oblivious walnut kind of fic. And Louis, he's just really clinging to this idea that his best friend slash roommate Harry is straight when, <laughs> come on, Louis. <laughs> There's a lot of humor mixed into the story and it eventually becomes a bit of a friends with benefits kind of fic. Check the tags just to be sure you're comfortable with the subject matter, but it really is a lot of fun. And Louis' friends are kind of reacting the same as like I imagine most readers are reacting. So that's fun too. So they're just shaking their heads and like telling Louis he's ridiculous for not seeing that there's something there between them. But they eventually figure out their shit, of course. So there's a nice happy ending for it as well. The next fic on my list is called Baby Baby or a Caramel Macchiato by Miss Androgyny. It's rated teen and up and it's 3,000 words. The summary says, so yeah, Harry doesn't think it's that far of a stretch to call himself a good barista. There are some particularly bad ones and some particularly good ones, and with his work ethic, his skill, and his charm, he'd probably be lumped in with the latter group. Okay, listen, I was just completely thrilled to see this writer back with a new fic. And while it's not like technically new as in they wrote it a while ago and then they kind of stumbled across it apparently and then decided to post it, but it's new to us. So obviously this is a coffee shop at you. It's such a lovely one. So fun and cute to see Harry being embarrassing over the first time he sees Louie and interacting with them and Louis is so cute back and it's just what you want in a little 
happy, fluffy coffee shop fic. And it just, it made me so happy to read it. So definitely recommend checking that one out. The next pick I have is called When the Dust Settles, Will We Be All Right by Mercurial-Madhouse. It's rated mature and it's 3,000 words. The summary says, Harry closes the distance between them until the inebriating scent from the newly presented Omega nearly overwhelms him. Learning to balance both genders with their pheromones yet to settle, those who've just presented have the strongest sense. In this world, Louis' scent is a death sentence. They both know they're racing fate, luck, and time now. A ficlet in honor of the brilliant prompt, male omegas are practically extinct, most were eradicated due to their magical abilities, leading alphas to fear and envy them and declare civil war. A few hundred years have passed. Louis is a late bloomer waiting to present as a beta. Things don't go as planned. Okay, so this was so intense for just 3,000 words. And so much world building went into this in such a small amount of words as well. Like, it's open-ended as it is. But it also could be maybe the start of a work in progress. So it's kind of what I'm hoping for because I would love to know what happens to these characters. Like in this fic, Louis obviously unexpectedly presenting as an Omega and he's going to have to be smuggled into a neighboring kingdom. It's kind of like this dystopian type society and this neighboring, I don't know if kingdom's the right word, but the neighboring people aren't as harsh with Omegas and He knows how to do this because he's basically the one who has been organizing the smuggling of Omegas across the border. And we know already that Harry is basically in love with him, although Louis probably doesn't know. And oh my God, I would love to know what happens. You should read this if it sounds like your cup of tea and then tell this writer to keep going, please. The next fic is called Making My Way Downtown by Disgruntled Kitten Face. It's rated mature and it's 2,000 words. The summary says, bye Harry, see you tomorrow, hon. Harry turns in the doorway and waves before he hitches the strap of his backpack over his shoulder and steps out onto the pavement. He tries to ignore the pang of regret after he couldn't muster a smile, knowing that the middle-aged women he works with love him and won't hold it against him. The walk from the bakery to his apartment takes almost an hour, which is usually brutal after being on his feet for a full shift, but he decides to skip the bus today. Maybe the sunshine and light breeze will lift the mood that had taken a nosedive when he checked his phone after getting off work. So Louis didn't text him back. So what? So fucking everything. So this is one of the fics written for this year's Wankfest, and it begins with Harry feeling anxious about this Hawkeye, Louis, obviously, that he's just met the other night at a party, and he's super interested in Louis, but... He's texted him and Louis has not texted him back. And since this is Wankfest, there is indeed some wanking over Louis that happens. But don't worry, this definitely ends happily for Harry. It's obviously a short fic about wanking, but it's honestly really cute. And almost the entire thing is just us, the reader, inside Harry's thoughts. And we really get to share all his emotions as you read. Really a cute, lovely fic. The next fic I have is called Evergreen Evermore. It's by Herschel Sue on Tumblr, and their AO3 is Docklands. It's rated general, and it's 2,000 words. The summary says, the year is 1979. Their entire lives, Harry and Louis have lived in Chichester, home to the best watermelons in the world. An unruffled life in the country has always served their long-term friendship well. It all shifts when Harry has to move away to a bigger city due to his mother's job albeit his love for his hometown and for Louis. It's even harsher when the moving truck leaves on his birthday of all days. When all seems lost, Louis ends up having to pull some strings to ease the pain in Harry's heart. Okay, oh boy. Okay, be prepared to hurt if you decide to read this one. It's tagged for angst, so you can't say you weren't warned. But there isn't really a happy ending, but it's also clear that this you know, relationship is probably not over and that they're not going to forget about each other, even though they're far apart, or maybe that's my wishful thinking. (laughs) But the writing sets this very melancholy mood and it just fits the fix so perfectly. It ends with this really sweet gesture of Louise, but it's kind of a bittersweet one because they can't really be together at this point in their lives. Um, so if you can handle a bit of angst, I would definitely say check this out. It's beautiful, but yeah, be prepared to be like 
upset or sad or just feel kind of moody afterwards. <laughs> but you can be like me and just like imagine that someday they'll be together. The next fic is called Best Hangover Cure by Lulove Home on Tumblr. And their AO3 is Lulove Home as well. It's rated explicit and it's about a thousand words. And the summary is just simply a wank will miraculously cure your hangover, honey. So this is another of the Wankfest fix from this year. It's very humorous. It's like the morning after a one night stand and a night of drinking. And Louis wakes up in this stranger's bed. He's got a horrible hangover and his one night stand suggests that wanking could be a cure for his hangover. So it's pretty smutty, but it somehow manages to be really sweet too in a way. And it's just a thousand words. I think you should check it out. It's funny. They have like angry pet names. It was really cute though. Okay, let's move on to some rare pairs that I read this month. The first one's called On Call by Reminiscing in the Rain. It's rated mature and it's one and a half thousand words. This is a Louis and Greg James pairing. And the summary says Greg's on a night shift and Louis's at home. What else are the on call rooms for? So this is another Wankfest fic and it takes place in a hospital. And Greg is, well, Greg's at the hospital, Louis's his boyfriend who's at home, so it is an established relationship fic. And Louis basically just trying to talk him through phone sex like on Greg's break. <laughs> so it's very hot. Their banter as a couple is actually kind of sweet too. I really liked it. I love this pairing anyway, and this was a really fun, hot, sweet little fic. The next um, fics I'm going to talk about are actually a bunch of different pairings and I'm just going to have to put them all together because there's too many, but I read all of the Drabbles in the 1D Drabble Challenge, which is the summer Drabble Challenge. Um, and I just absolutely love reading Drabbles. These are all just 100 words each. I highly recommend reading all of them. I read all of them. They were fantastic. It's just amazing what people can do with just 100 words. And there are quite a few different pairings represented, although majority were Larry fixed, but there were some rare pairs as well. And I just think they're must reads. It won't take you very long. I think everyone should try them out. The next pairing is a Zeum fic. It's called Behind Those Fire Eyes by Lewin Has AF on Tumblr and Yes is the World on AO3. It's rated explicit and it's 2000 words. The summary says Liam's messy XO scrawled on one of the discs called out to him. He carefully slid it out and put it in one of the three CD slots and hit play with a smirk. Liam had been unbearably proud of this mix. Rightfully so, Zane could admit with just a hint of jealousy. It was made with a very specific purpose in mind, and it was, Zane realized, swallowing thickly as his cock kicked in interest, very effective. Okay, I think I forgot to mention the pairing is Zane and Liam. That's what Zeum is. And this was also written for Wankfest. You can see I read quite a few of those, but this is just 2,000 words. But, oh God, the writing is gorgeous. So much is revealed in those 2,000 words. I mean, basically it's Zane wanking to a mix that Liam created, but also you're getting all of Zane's emotions and he's reminiscing and his regrets. And so, yeah, it's definitely hot <laughs> but also you're left hoping you know hoping zane's gonna call liam okay the last fic rec that i have for you is a zooey fic it is called new york kiss by kel Saint-Timant on tumblr and their ao3 is words and notes it's rated mature it's forty-seven thousand words and it is a zane and louis pairing summary says also, in case you hadn't noticed, I'm quite the narcissistic type, and I didn't want that cute guy to have a bad opinion of me for the rest of his life. Who, me? Zane bats his lashes jokingly, ignoring the fact that his heart skipped a beat at Louis's words. Yeah, you. So, shall we go? Louis drops what remains of his cigarette on the floor and steps on it to light it off. Meanwhile, Zane makes a reckless decision. All right, lead the way, De Niro. Or, a Strangers to Lovers AU where Louis is an actor, Zane is a writer among other things, and they meet each other literally by accident in New York City, just as the world is about to turn upside down. 
Okay. Oh my God. I loved this fic so much. It's one of the ones that I had on my currently reading list. So this, these were my initial reactions to it. Okay. It says, I stayed up late to finish reading and it was worth how tired I am today. <laughs> it's one of those fics where you start reading and you just don't want to put it down. But life interferes and you're itching to get back to it every chance you get. The characters revealed themselves to us like peeling back the layers of an onion. There was just so much to them. And when they made what seemed like maybe not great choices, there were underlying reasons that would come to light. And ah, it was just intense and amazing. Okay, so those were my initial reactions. But like, we have to talk about this fic more. I am just obsessed with it. So basically, at the beginning, Zane gets knocked off his bike by Louis's car door and... Louis insists on him going to the hospital and I mean Zane is like actually injured and like banged up and stuff and Louis stays with him and everyone knows who Louis is because he's this really famous actor but Zane has no clue who he is and he is like not impressed. Well he's impressed that Louis is hot but he's not, he's not impressed that everyone knows him and oh my god so you'll know why more by the end. Like, there's just so many little things along the way that they just all make sense later. Anyway, so they've met by chance, but there's, like, this spark between them. And Zane's just not in a good headspace, though. And so he kind of backs away from this, from anything happening. And this is happening right before COVID spreads and everything gets locked down. And we see eventually how they end up reconnected, of course, and... Okay, there's like not enough time for me to tell you everything I loved about this fic, but you need to read it. It's angsty and emotional, and it has this a really happy ending that's so lovely. And oh, the friendships. Okay, Zane and Liam's friendship is beautiful. And anyway, you should read this. I'm going to read you a passage from it now because this is the one I chose to read from in the hopes of convincing all of you to read it. Um, and this is between, Zane, it's like a scene of Zane calling Liam, um, like on FaceTime sort of to talk. Well, I guess it's probably Skype or something. Anyways, I'm going to ask you something and I want you to be 100% honest with me, even if it might hurt me, all right? Liam frowns and after a second he nods, but that's not enough. Say you will, please, Zane demands. Okay, I swear I'll give you an honest answer. Liam's tone is as serious as that time in middle school where they made a blood pact to stay best mates forever. He's never been the kind to take promises lightly, and Zane's grateful for that. He sighs out. To give himself more time before the inevitable, he gets up, leaves the bathroom, and goes to his bed, lying on his side and trying to make himself comfortable. Holding his phone close to his face, it truly feels like Liam's with him right now, that they're back to those times in uni where they'd fall asleep at dawn in the same bed, because they'd been writing all night and didn't have the energy to make one more movement. Do you think I spend my life running away? His own voice cuts through the silent room like a knife. Liam seems taken aback by the question and asks, what do you mean? Zane searches his brain to remember the exact words Louis used. It doesn't take him long to find them. It's like they're written in his memory in burning letters, but he modifies them a bit, not feeling strong enough to repeat them point blank to Liam. Do you think that I have a tendency to run away from good things, like I'm afraid of them, afraid of making the necessary sacrifices to keep them in my life, afraid that stuff will get too complicated somehow, so I'd just rather turn a blind eye to it? Liam licks his lips the way he always does when he's thinking hard about something. Is this about you leaving? Partly, yeah, Zane admits. He doesn't really know what he's hoping Liam will say. If his friend contradicts Louis, then Zane will feel justified in the way he has reacted to the other man's suggestions. But deep down, he knows some masochist part of him is hoping that Liam will actually agree with Louis, proving to him once and for all how wrong and fucked up he is. Liam takes a few seconds before he says, Only you can answer that question. Okay, so hopefully I've convinced you to read this Zooey fic. It's so good. And those are all the thick recommendations I have for you this month. But if you want to keep listening, I am going to go over the many, many fics that were submitted to the 1D Monthly Fic Roundup, which is a blog that I run or co-run with Mercurial Madhouse. 
So if you want to hear about a bunch of fix that were all um, published this month, so these are all from June, um, so you can hopefully find some new things to check out. So this first fic is called Behind Those Fire Eyes by Yes is a World and Lewin has AF. Oh, oh, okay. I'm skipping over this one because I've already talked about it. <laughs> I forgot. I got to skip over the ones that I've already happened to have read this month and talked about. Um, this one's called Playing It Safe and Breaking the Rules by local underscore troubled underscore writer. And then it's local troubled writer on Tumblr with dashes between the words. It looks like it's a Harry Louis pairing rated mature and it's 90,000 words. So a long one. So this fic summary says, in his life, Louis Tomlinson set out to do three things. Find a way to make art that he loves, make his mom proud, and have as much fun as he could reasonably fit into one time lifetime. Hello? Harry's deep voice calls. Hi. Louis pops his head out of his doorway, motioning Harry back. Louis, he holds his hand out for Harry to shake and a small grin takes over the pop star's face. He's taller than he seems in photographs, but his smile is just the same as the ones that used to wallpaper his sister's walls. Harry, he seems to have just gotten off stage, still sweating in a pair of skin-tight black jeans, but a soft-looking blue vest. A beige headscarf holds his long curls off his face, and he has all the easy confidence of a world-famous pop sensation, but still slouches in a way that isn't unfamiliar to Louis's own posture. Yeah, I know who you are, pop star, Louis teases, pulling his hand away and jabbing his thumb over his shoulder. Shall we? Or the one where maybe this fake relationship gets a little too real. Oh, okay, so fake relationship. I obviously <laughs> like fake relationships. That was what my little ooh was for. Okay, the next one's called The Ground Below is Above My Feet. It's by Zanny underscore Scaramouche on AO3, and their Tumblr is Zanny Scaramouche. This is a Louis and Harry pairing. It's explicit, and it's 63,000 words. Louis, you like? Mm, Louis manages. His eyes slip closed when he remembers where he is, who he is. There are soft sheets against his skin and the warmth of Harry's breath brushing his cheek. You were sleeping like the dead, Harry muses, and pushes Louis' fringe from his face with a delicate finger. Could barely tell if you were breathing for a moment. Louis' heart stutters, his throat working hard to swallow the swelling lump of ugly truth. He blinks, holds back the obvious joke. Hmm, sounds interesting. The next fic is called Keep Me Closer. It's by the same author, Zanny Scaramouche. It is a Louis and Harry pairing, rated teen and up, and it's 18,000 words. Louis expects Harry to react poorly, maybe even file a formal complaint, and that's going to suck ass, but Louis won't say shit because he knows he deserves it, so he prepares an apology before Harry's even turned around. What he doesn't expect is Harry to fucking drop. Ooh, drop, so is that ABO maybe then, probably. The next fic is called Just the Thought of You by Disgruntled Kitten Face. This is a Liam and Harry pairing rated mature in 2000 words. And the fic summary says, Harry's been pining after her neighbor for two years. It only takes a small kitchen fire for her to make a move. Okay, so girl direction. And let me skip this one because I talked about it. <laughs> Um, okay, here's another one called Sounds Like Love to Me by Neon Diamond. It's a Louis and Harry pairing rated general, and it's 14,000 words. The summary says, do you want to hear the heartbeat? Louis watches as Harry's face falls with the realization that this is one of those things he won't be able to experience. For a second, Louis considers saying no to show Harry they're truly on the same boat through all of this but he nods in the end, reaching over for Harry's hand as the doctor flips a switch. Noise fills the room then, and it takes a few seconds for the sound to become clear enough for Louis to make out the baby's fast heartbeat. It's really fast. He voices his thoughts out loud as he uses his thumb to tap against the back of Harry's hand, replicating the rapid rhythm of the baby's heartbeat. It takes the younger man a little while to figure out what Louis's doing, but a huge grin breaks out on his face as soon as he does. 
Is that them? He signs with the other hand, his own eyes starting to tear up when Louis nods. Or, Harry is deaf, Louis is pregnant. They figure it out. Okay, so there's a lot in that summary. So, okay, how long was that? 14K. Interesting. The next fic is that I haven't already talked about. <laughs> it's called Among Lavender Fields by Homo Socially Yours. It's a Harry and Louis pairing rated explicit and 70,000 words. At 21, Louis Tomlinson is more than ready to shed the girl next door image that's been with her since her entry into film in her childhood. But with a mother and father steeped in Hollywood tradition, it's felt impossible. Meanwhile, Harry Styles is a young, struggling musician new to London, friendless yet eager for the next phase of her life to begin. When French director Marie Coutard casts the two of them in her film, it's a chance for both to break away from the people they've been. Together they struggle through an acting process that's new and unfamiliar for both of them, learning more than they could have imagined about themselves along the way. As they spend long days picking lavender and long nights sharing the things they've never been able to tell anyone else, their love blooms. Will the flower fade or will the love they make among lavender fields be one they carry with them to the end? Okay, another Girl Direction fic. And I believe that was one that was for this year's Big Bang. The next one's called I'm Gonna Keep This Love If You'll Let Me. It's by Pixies on AO3 and Tomlin Buns on Tumblr. It's a Louis and Harry pairing rated explicit and it's 26,000 words. The summary says Louis makes Harry pretend to be his boyfriend one night out. The rest is history. Okay, ooh, fake dating again. <laughs> the next one's called Hot Chocolate by Kings of Everything. It's a Louis and Harry pairing rated explicit and 6,000 words. Harry wants to make something new for Hot Chocolates, his small batch chocolate shop. Louis offers to help. I think this is a Wanker's Day fic. Don't quote me on that. <laughs> I think it might be, though. The next one's called Is It a Sign by Blue Greenish on AO3, and their Tumblr is green bluish. It is a Louis and Harry pairing, rated explicit, and 25,000 words. The summary says, also, I didn't mean it literally. Harry continues his rambling, gesticulating to support his point. You don't owe me a beer, and I surely don't expect you to buy me anything. It was just to start a conversation, but you're obviously not interested in that, which, again, maybe next time an Omega or anyone really approaches you, you could convey. To Harry's surprise, he's interrupted by the handsome stranger who's been weirdly fixated on his lips the whole time. What a creep. You speak so fast, I can't read your lips like this. What? Harry's frown deepens and he just stares at the man waiting for him to explain, because why the hell would he need to read Harry's lips? They're not in some detective movie. The man rolls his eyes at Harry's obvious lack of understanding. I'm deaf, he huffs and points to his ear. And oh, yikes, that's kind of embarrassing. Or the one where Harry meets a certain handsome alpha at his sister's wedding and learns that speaking verbally doesn't have to be the only means of commun communication. Okay, 25,000 words. I'm like <laughs> mentally bookmarking these all in my head <laughs> to go back to. This next fic is a work in progress. It's called Shadow Dancing by Lane Fair. And it is a Zane and Liam pairing. It's rated explicit. And it the it was 11,000 words, but I believe that was at the time of posting. Um, it was just one chapter to start with, although by now it's, the second chapter has been posted as well. And if you have a work in progress, you can um, send it in to us and we'll post it like the first for the first chapter and then we'll post it again when it's complete. Okay, so the summary says, as a small child, Liam Payne dreamed of being a firefighter. He took up boxing to defend himself from school bullies, but never lost sight of his dream. 15 years later, Liam is set to be the youngest brigade watch commander in his district, and his recent boxing win puts him in line for the British national title, if he can learn to get out of his own way. Zane took his first dance lesson at five after watching his sister's tap class. At 18, when an injury derails Zane's dream of dancing professionally, he sets it aside to attend university, but the lure of dancing proves too great to ignore. He becomes an instructor and eventually the owner of a small dance studio where he encourages other dancers to chase their dreams. 
When their worlds collide in a cacophony of misunderstandings, Zane, confronted with his own biases, realizes there's more to Liam than meets the eye and offers to help him prepare for his upcoming fight. While Liam learns to dance, Zane learns the art of compromise, and along the way, they find each other. And when tragedy strikes, Liam finds that Zane's love will help him face the shadows of his past and give him the courage to believe in himself and his dreams for the future. Okay, I have been reading along with this one. If you read Zamfix, I highly recommend. I've been like super excited with the updates and I just finished reading chapter two today. So still excited about it. <laughs> okay, the next pick is called Between Us Still. It's by Jixa on AO3 and Jixax on Tumblr. This is a Zane and Harry pairing. It's rated explicit and it's 7,000 words. The summary says it's been three years since Zane scribbled sorry on the mirror of Harry's hotel bathroom in Hong Kong, grabbed his passport, and made a run for it in the middle of the night. Or Zane breaks up with Gigi, hides out in a beach house in Florida, and definitely doesn't expect Harry to turn up. Um, so I'm guessing canon? Sounds canon-y to me. <laughs> The next fic is called In the Night Sky Like Shooting Stars by Jixa and Jixax again. And this is a Harry and Nick Grimshaw pairing. It's rated explicit and it's 23,000 words. The summary says, trouble's been coming for months when it finally hits. Harry in his passenger seat, Harry at his dining table, Harry in his bed. Nick's felt it coming and he's done the only reasonable thing he could think of under the circumstances stuck his head in the sand and resolutely ignored it or it's nick's single greatest achievement that he hasn't let them fuck this up yet yet okay so if you like a grile's pairing there is a new one there for you and the next one is same author and it is called use you as a focal point and this is actually a sequel and it is a louis and nick grimshaw pairing so tomlin shaw rated mature in 2000 words and the summary says, what am I, the fucking twink whisperer? You've been nothing but horrible to me. Last time I tried to kiss you, you lobbed a Chelsea boot at my head. Louis shows up at Nick's front door on the wrong side of midnight asking for things. <laughs> so if you are into Tomlinshaw, check that one out. I definitely read that first one, so I'm excited to read the sequel. And here's another one by the same writer. It's called That Same Old that same old love, it's a Harry and Nick Grimshaw, so Grile's pairing, rated explicit in 19,000 words. This thing of theirs was always going to fall apart. Nick just hadn't realized how much of himself it would take down with it. Ooh, okay, so breakup fix. I always like breakup fix. Um, the next one's by me. It's called Fake Streaming Live. It's a Louis and Harry pairing, rated explicit in 4,000 words, and I wrote it for Wankfest this year. And I didn't expect to write it. It just, like, happened. <laughs> it just kind of happened. Okay, it's um, the summary says, Alpha Camboy Henry Steele has a rather unfortunate crush on Omega Camboy Luscious Lucas. He also has a rather unfortunate secret that's about to be revealed. Okay, so I tried to write, like, a porn without plot, and it turned into, like kind of a crack fic because I don't know because that's that's how things roll with me okay I'm gonna do this next one is one of the um, drabbles and so there are quite a few little short drabbles in here so um, I'll try to remember to point that out as we go through them this first one's called slip and slide and it's by kings of everything Louis Harry pairing rated general and a 100 words of course and this one says 10 years later at the neighborhood block party that's the summary. Oh, it's going to bug me. The Okay, I'm going to go look because this is a sequel too and I can't remember what it's for. Okay, I'm back. I looked it up. This is one of the sequels to An Unbalanced Force by Kings of Everything. And it's like the Merrill Herald series, I guess I should say. The next one is another from the Drabble Challenge, the Summer Drabble Challenge, and it's called Where Dragons Dwell by Lane Fair. It's a Zane and Liam pairing rated teen and up, and of course, 100 words. And uh, the summary there says, there's nothing like a road trip to spark a burst of inspiration. 
And there's a second Drabble by Lane Fair called It's All About the Driver. And this one is an OT5 friendship fic, teen and up, and also 100 words. And the summary says, Liam and Harry trust Zane and Louie to behave on their golf outing. L Niall knows better. Okay, these are all like gems. You guys got to read those Drabbles. <laughs> anyway. And another one by Lane Fair called Eye of the Storm, a Zane and Liam pairing rated teen and up, and also, of course, 100 words. And the summary says, in the heat of a summer storm, the possibilities for something new are limitless. The next one's another summer drabble. This one's called Factor 50, and it's by Lewin Has AF on Tumblr, and Yes is a World on AO3. It's a Louis Harry pairing, rated general and 100 words. And the summary says, Harry's fingers long to touch. The next fic here is called Always a Bridesmaid. It's by Kings of Everything. It's a Louis and Harry pairing rated explicit and 30,000 words. The summary says, while Harry's friends are all getting engaged or married, he's nowhere near walking down the aisle to his own happily ever after. The night before his best friend's wedding, Harry falls into bed with a silver-haired stranger who makes him wonder what his own forever might look like. The next one's called Rising to the Occasion by Lady AJ-13 on Tumblr and Lady AJ-13 on AO3. It's a Louis Harry pairing rated general and 3,000 words. The summary says the camera pans across lush parkland to highlight a white tent, crisp and blinding in the spring sunshine. Four people cross the green lawn, elbows knocking until one is shoved to the side. The camera shot changes, zooming in on the same four figures lined up in cream aprons. We're One Direction, they say with cheesy grins and almost in unison. And this is the great British stand-up to cancer, Bake Off. Oh, gotta check that out. I love Bake Off. <laughs> the next one is called Now All the Clouds Been Lifted by Has To Be Good. This is a Niall and Greg James pairing. It's rated teen and up, and it's 6,000 words. When a new midday news anchor gets hired at the station, Niall finds he can't look away from the beta. If he dares to take a chance, his attraction just might precipitate into a crazy little thing called love. Hmm. The next pick is called Can't Buy My Love, Can Buy My Dinner, and it's by Lady AJ-13 on Tumblr, Lady AJ underscore 13 on AO3. It's a Louis and Harry pairing rated general and 9,000 words. The summary says, is it ethical to accept a dinner date for the free food, and will you hate me when I go anyway? Fact one, Louis hates Harry Styles. Fact two, Louis is temporarily living off toast and spaghetti hoops. Fact three, Louis may be semi-accidentally dating his worst enemy. <laughs> okay, that sounds good. I gotta, I gotta read that. Okay, um, the next one's called, oh, okay, some more of the summer drabbles. This one's called Summer Sun, Something's Begun by yeah underscore all right and uh-oh dash but dash yeah dash all right on Tumblr. It's a Louis and Harry pairing rated mature in 100 words. From when he's 11, Harry and his family spend each summer vacationing in the beach town where Harry, where Louis lives. The next one's by the same writer, also a summer drabble. When life hands you lemons, make pink lemonade to match your crush's lips. This is a Zane and Harry pairing rated general and, of course, 100 words. Um, the summary says, while Zane is helping her little sister with her lemonade stand, her cute neighbor stops by hoping for something sweet. And then the third summer drabble by this writer is called Maybe I'm Amazed, and it's like maze like corn. And it's a Harry and Louie pairing rated explicit and 100 words. The summary says, inspired by watching him eat corn on the cob in a very hairy fashion, Louis gets a sex toy for them to try out. <laughs> uh, okay, the next one's called Blah Blah Blah, There's a Moment You Know You're Fucked by Mercurial Madhouse. It's a Louis and Harry pairing rated mature and 3,000 words. The summary says, anyone impulsive enough to betray their country is either foolish or overly confident. Louis's too cunning for the former, so his inflated ego tips precariously close to the edge between pride and hubris. In some, he may be an expert, as proven by the 32 cal Beretta Alley Cat Harry found strapped to his back. I clearly know nothing about guns. <laughs> but ex-agent Louis Tomlinson will explode like a busted bullet misfiring in a broken gun barrel if Harry can find his trigger. 
or the spy AU in which Harry thinks he's prepared to meet Louis only to find out he's not. The next pick is called A Sleep Story Just For You by Lulu Lawrence. It's a Louis and Harry pairing not rated and 7,000 words. The Trans-Siberian Railroad by Harry Styles. Louis pouted a little. He wished that some of the names he actually recognized and knew he could fall asleep to were available for free, but maybe this Harry guy was better than the woman with the grating, condescending tone. When Louis clicked on the image for the story, there was a bit of a pause, and then a deep voice came through the speakers of his phone. Holy shit. Louis's eyes went wide as the chill ran down his spine. The man's voice was glorious. It was a rich baritone that Louis wanted to have whispering in his ear while they did dirty, dirty things together. Louis paused. Maybe that was what he needed. Where four times Louis uses the Calm app to help him get to sleep, and one time he doesn't need to. <laughs> The next one's also by Lulu Lawrence. It's called Maybe You'll Like the Way I Am. It's a Harry and Louis pairing, not rated, and 56,000 words. Harry stood on his doorstep, waving a little as he shuffled his feet. Hi, I brought you some cookies. Louis finally realized Harry was holding a plate with at least a dozen chocolate chip cookies. How'd you know chocolate chip was my favorite? Harry scrunched his nose. I, uh, they're actually peanut butter chocolate chunks, so I really hope you don't have a peanut allergy. There's a lot of peanut butter and chocolate in these, but also I just hope that was something you liked because I actually have a favor to ask. When Louis's alpha neighbor asks him to pretend to be his Omega for a week, Louis immediately says no. He has too much he's dealing with on his own, and he swore to himself he'd never get that close to an alpha again. Unable to hold to that resolve once guilt sets in, Louis finds that maybe fumbling his way through a fake relationship for a week was exactly what he needed to finally be able to move on. So many fake relationships this month. I gotta read all these. The next one's called Hint, I Want to Be Yours by Blue Greenish on AO3 and Green Bluish on Tumblr. It's a Louis and Harry pairing rated mature and 11,000 words. Thinking back to Harry's rut, Louis shivers, needing to put effort into keeping other bodily reactions at bay. Are you cold? While Niall's been commenting through the entire film, Harry had stayed mostly quiet, so it's a surprise when he speaks up, eyes zeroed in on the Omega. Uh, yeah, it's a bit chilly in it. Niall shrugs, dressed in a sleeveless t-shirt and seemingly unbothered by the room temperature. Harry doesn't ask for an explanation, though. You can have my hoodie. Wait, here. Before Louis can counter, Harry's pulling the light gray piece of clothing over his head and handing it to the Omega or the one where Harry unconsciously starts acting like Louis' alpha after they spend his rut together and Louis finds ways to make sure Harry's affection doesn't end. The next one is called The Earl and His Duke by Become a Wendy Bird on Tumblr and Quicked Ween on AO3. It's a Harry and Louis pairing rated explicit and 52,000 words. Lord Tomlinson, the elusive Duke of Leeds, has suddenly emerged in London for the first time in six years. He is believed to have been abroad. He is believed to have been widowed. He is believed to want to withdraw from society. Harry doesn't know what is true and what isn't. He only knows that the older brother of one of his best friends is back in town to stay, and that time has taken him from merely the most beautiful man Harry knew to the most handsome man to ever walk the earth. A man whose gaze probably still skips over Harry like he doesn't exist the same way it did when they were young. The next one's called Waiting on You. Oh, I think it's the last one I've got. Waiting on You by Becky Writes Things on AO3 and Becky Does Things on Tumblr. It's a Louis and Harry pairing, rated mature in 21,000 words. Do you want to touch? Harry asks, taking one of his hands off to tangle with Louis. His open invitation finally drags Louis' attention away from his baby and up to his face, blue eyes wobbly with emotions. It's clear that he's too taken to really form words, so Harry takes the initiative to press their laced hands against his shirt fabric. Warmth from the skin radiating through. Louis pushes his shirt up to his chest, taking Harry's hand and pressing it to hold the fabric in place. His hands return to warm skin, palms even more scalding now that there's nothing in between them. And then, as if that wasn't enough for Harry's heart to handle, Louis leans in, pressing his lips right above his belly button. Hi, baby, he says, lips moving across his skin softly. I'm your... I'm Louis. Or Harry is pregnant with a stranger's baby and Louis doesn't know. It's a minor detail that Harry's both living with Louis and in love with him. No big deal. Okay, so there's a lot of fix there. 
even more I know that got published but just weren't submitted to the blog. Um, I'm so sorry if you ended up submitting kind of late because it's like well close to five o'clock p.m. here and this is it. I'm not gonna like go back and add on um, but I'll hopefully remember to talk about your fic in next month's if you happen to submit something later today before um, tomorrow when I publish the fic, the 1D monthly roundup fic post. Um, so that's all I've got for you today. I hope you found lots of good things to read. I listen, listing all those new fics, I think I found a lot of new things to read too. So um, hopefully you have a good time finding some things and happy reading. Bye.